Hey, what's up, family? It's Coach Josh. I want to officially welcome you all to another live Q&A with yours truly. Hope you all are doing exceptionally well. Hope you guys are still um, pursuing your goals and all that good stuff. And as everyone is given the opportunity to come into the live feed, I want to make sure I address two audiences. The first audience I want to make sure I address is those who's joining me for the very first time. I want to welcome you. My name is Josh Rezzi, also known as Coach Josh, and my goals help make sense of your life and to help you grow holistically for God's optimal use. And after watching this video, you're feeling the vibes, man. I would love for you to subscribe and be a part of my online community here. And so I can be, hopefully, be a great resource and tool to aid you with your walk with God. But for those who's watching me, who's been watching me for a mighty long time, I want to say thank you all so much for watching. Thank you so much for uh, um, trusting um, the gift that God is is, is using uh, in my life to help aid you all and help you guys and gals to be um, who God desires to be. So thank you so much for subscribing. And um, everyone like the videos you come in, like it, share it, allow this video to gain some traction. And uh, let's get our questions together. And man, the, the comments chat's going all already. Kizzy, what's going on? Good to see you. Thank you for watching. Uh, Juliet, hope I didn't say your name wrong. Thank you. Hello, hello. Kizzy, all is well. Hope you're doing all doing well. John Amos, Amos, hey, what's going on? New York's in the building. Miss Beyond, thank you for watching. So, what's up, fam? And thank you for your donation, bro. I got that last night. Thank you, fam. I really appreciate the support. I'm glad that what I'm doing is a blessing to you, fam. Thank you. Uh, Whitney uh, Vilfort, good evening, coach. Good evening, you too. Hello from Wichita, Kansas. Thank you for watching. LeBlanca, Monique Aries, what's going on? Um, seen one of your videos about addiction. It was deep, man. God gets the glory, fam. God gets the glory. The Bible says the spirit of God searches the deep things of God. And, and that's my goal is to find the depths of our Lord and, and to really gain insight and wisdom or to gain insight for all of us to walk in wisdom. I'm glad it was a blessing to you, fam. Thank you for watching. Hello from Ontario, Canada. Thank you, Enoch, for watching. Uh, Dirty, what's up, family? Good day, all. I pray all everything's well. Thank you, fam. It's a new year and I got something new that's coming out um, that I want to share now before I get into the Q&A. So get your questions ready. Um, I've gotten some emails from some people. Um, in regards to coaching and what I'm going to be doing for one-on-one -on -one coaching. And I was just kind of brainstorming with God and I'm actually going to be starting a Patreon. I've actually started the Patreon. I'm going to pull up right now. And in this Patreon, man, <clears throat> is giving everyone access to some form of coaching. And I'm going to dedicate a lot, a lot of attention. Let me make sure I pull up. I'm going to dedicate a lot of attention to this. It's called for doers only. All you have to do is go to Patreon, type in Josh Wesley, and I'm really going to be doing a lot of one-on-one -on -one, um, video Zoom calls, and it's going to be about your God-given ideas, man. My goal is to help you uh, materialize the mission that God has placed in your heart, and so I'm going to utilize this, this. This is not like for preaching. This is for coaching your God-given purposes to help you discover develop and distribute your art from. So there will be, of course, biblical elements, but I don't want you to think that I need money for the gospel's sake, nothing like that. But the goal is, is what can I do um, for everyone who wants coaching? And so there's three tiers. You got, uh, of course, Coach Spell Doers. So you can be a part of this online community. And, and I'm telling you, it's going to be a podcast every week. We're going to do uh, group Zoom calls for those who are a part so that when you pitch your ideas or have questions about your ideas, questions about your dream, questioning about um, uh, vision and mission statements, not even just for your life, but for marriage, it's going to be coaching in regards for you to be who you need to be to fulfill your God-given purpose. So for those, for the first three tiers, of course, I coach spelled doers. That's the that's the main thing for doers only. Um, but for those at the eight dollar level, the first three tiers right here are the same. 
And so you can you if for those who love to support what I do, this is a good way to do so because I have great aspirations and goals to get books out and resources out. So we all are going to be doing. But for the first three categories, the first three tiers are the same. Let's see what it says here. The first three tiers are the same. The first three tiers offer the same benefits. Feel free to give what you're comfortable with. Um, Patreon, uh, Patreon only post and message weekly Pilgrim's Progress, Zoom coaching. I'm starting this thing called Pilgrim's because we're Pilgrim's passing through. Exclusive access to Patreon only for doers only podcasts. I'm going to be doing a strictly from start to finish for doers only podcast that 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 you guys will get a lot of great insight and gems from in regards to your purpose and discovering it and developing it and learning how to distribute it. 14 years of experience, so I'm excited um, to help you all with your marketing, branding, um, just discovery, and just what purpose does when it comes to understanding who you are in Christ. And of course, for the Resilient Loyalty Program, the last R, um, you'll get access to everything in the first Patreon community, but you also get, uh, you'll get four free items from me. After the first three months, you get a t-shirt and then another t-shirt and a long sleeve t-shirt and a hoodie um, for, for your commitment. And I'm um, coming out with some new merch. I come out with some Pilgrims merch, my eternity shirts. Unplug is what I've been, what I've done for the last man 12, 13 years. Um, it sparks from this first book that I wrote. If I have this book on me right now, <clears throat> which I don't, but with this book, with this uh, unplug, it was a local ministry. Now more than ever that we need right now in this day and age is for us to have the mentality of living unplugged and living attorney minded. So a lot of good merch there. But if you want to be in this category of 125, every time it, for you being a, a partner or a patron, you'll get a coaching call from me. Um, as well as other perks that comes with that. So if this is something that you feel comfortable with and you feel the Lord is leading you towards, this is what I'm doing for coaching. Maybe during the summer, I'll have some more coaching um, sessions, but this is a great opportunity for you to get real raw um, access um, to get your idea. So you will we'll be able to have communication. We'll have Zoom calls, all that good stuff. And I'm pouring uh, um, all of my expertise and experience into this Um and I was asking God, what could I do? And my wife could tell you, I woke up when it was a Sunday night and I couldn't get no sleep. And this just deposited into me. Coach designed it all. Um, so it was it was a great experience, me and God. So um, I hope this is a great tool and a resource for you all. So the link is uh, patreon.com uh, for doers only. Let me go ahead and um, copy that for you all so you all can get access to that. Um, let's see. Let me type it in the comments here. Patreon.com forward slash for doers only. And let's get to work. I don't care who the president is. I don't care what's going on in this land. We got kingdom work to do. So that's my heart there. Or you can just go to Patreon.com and type in Joshua Ezzy and there you'll have access to it. So I hope that's a blessing. And Calvin, you got the unplug. It's, listen, God has pressed on my heart to get these T-shirts out, get these hoodies out. I've ordered my new shirts, got my logos redone. We're going to start a movement, Unplugged and Eternity. For those who don't know, I had these old shirts called Eternity, and um, I'll show you some videos a little later. Uh, I'm glad, Naomi, you made it to a live. So that's enough for the Patreon. Links in the description box below if you want to be a part of it. And let's get to work. Much love to you, family. Hello. Oh, 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 oh. I missed, I missed the mark. Uh, let me see. I want to make sure I greet everybody. Much love to you, family. Hello. Hello, Shamika. 
Hey, coach, does everything happen for a reason? Also, who are the real Jews? Great question. Uh, <clears throat> let's start with the first part. Um, everything happens for a reason. Um, every season has a reason because God is that uh, um, detailed. God has a plan. Um, we don't have plans. Uh, um, God has a plan. What I mean by that is that that God has interwoven within everyone's plan his overall purpose. So does everything happen for a reason? It sure does. Um, especially in the mind of God, everything, nothing catches God off guard. Nothing does. Nothing does. That's why it's making sure that you make God your guard, because when God's your guard, even when things come your way, you won't be caught off guard. Also, who are the real Jews? Um, there's a lot of thoughts and theories about that. I know for those who are believers are engrafted in. Um, so I don't really know too much about uh, uh, as far as because um, there's a lot of theories out there. A lot of things you hear about who the real Jews, blacks are the real Jews, all this kind of stuff. I just know um, that I'm engrafted in and, I, and I'm glad to be um, a part of God's family. It, Jew or Gentile doesn't really matter, matter. Are you saved? That's my mentality. Anything that I may not be fully aware of when it comes to that, I just fall into my default of God is my source. God is, is, is who uh, my identity comes from. It doesn't matter what nationality. Hope to help. <clears throat> Detroit in the building. Andre Drake says, how do I become more bold in giving glory to God? Realizing that your gift came from him. It's easy to glorify the one that gave the gift. It's unfortunate we have idolized um, gifts. Uh, we've made them our idols. Um, we've become so focused on being talented than being anointed. Everyone is given a talent, but not everybody's allowing or willing to allow their talents to be anointed. Anointing is the complete abandonment of one's control over their gift, focusing uh, completely uh, on, on the mission and vision of God for their life and pursuing it, right? And so that's what happens. Then all of a sudden, when you realize the grace of God and his magnitude, that it's in him that we live, move, and have our being, that his grace and mercy follows us, that it's because of him that we are able to do anything, then once your mind becomes renewed on that fact and is renewed on the awesomeness of God, then it's easy to give God glory. First off, you got to check your heart and find out what you love more than God. You got to check your heart to make sure that you're not idolizing the idea of who you are and idolizing the gifts that you have. And so it's easy to give God glory when you know he has graciously given you the opportunity to even have a gift, to even allow the opportunity for it to be used by him. And that's when you become bold. Now, boldness comes from, <clears throat> boldness comes from um, revelation. Boldness comes from uh, realization, realizing revelation of who God is to you and realization of who you are in him and then the manifestation of your gift for him and then realizing that you get more fruit. You get more fruit out of the process when God is your aim and God gets the glory for it. Then you do it on your own and, and a welcoming glory for yourself. First off, you have to understand is that you're going to be held accountable for what you do in his body. There's two judgments and people kind of overlook the Christian judgment and they talk about don't judge me. Only God can judge me. Fam. You don't want that. It's, it's, it's better to fall under my judgment than to fall under the judgment of God with your work undone. Now, that uh, the Bible talks about in Corinthians about how be very careful how you build. Some people build with hay and straw and some people build with gold and precious stones. But the word of God says everyone's work will be tried by fire. Right. So but the Bible talks about that. If your work has been burnt, your soul is saved. But everything you did this way in this earth is burnt up. So boldness comes from holiness. I try to put words together. But boldness comes from knowing uh, um, that that whatever I do for God will he last for eternity, fam.
So boldness comes from revelation, realization, and, and, and the beauty that comes from God being glorified. And the Bible says, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men. So keep lifting up Christ. And I'm telling you, you'll, you'll see amazing things drawn your way. Jay Miller, a blessed new year to you. Thank you. New year. Glad to be here. Aries, what did Jesus speak in? Why did Jesus speak in parables? Jesus spoke in parables because that was a way of communication that day, utilizing different things within a person's environment to, to reveal a deeper meaning. Um, parables had a, a double fold. A parables was to was to confuse those who didn't desire to know, but to give deeper insight and revelation who do know. Um, because a lot of the parables he spoke that way um, because because it was just one of those things to really reveal the hearts of people and to really reveal if they really desire him as God. Right. So that's why he spoke in parables. It was a great speaking technique um, to really reveal um, God's truths and, and to and to bring real insight from things that's around us. So he used the he used the field. He used the different things that was around people so that when he left in bodily form, the spirit can attest to them as they could still as they walk through that. Um, that those those lily fields or whatever he used within parables, they will continue to have the message of Christ reside in them because God, through his son, utilized the surroundings of people to bring deep insight to those who, who were around. Hope they help. Kizzy, what's going on? Is it bad? I still never kissed or been in a relationship at 22. I haven't had any luck in getting into a relationship. Hey, you're blessed. You're blessed. You don't got to worry about being stressed. Don't worry about the, 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 the pursuits, civilian pursuits of man. The Bible says uh, no soldier gets entangled with civilian affairs for his or her hope is to uh, uh, please the one that enlisted them. So don't allow the pace of the world to make you feel insecure. Don't allow the pace of the world to cause you to be impatient. That's a blessing. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people is going to make you subconsciously or consciously, knowingly or unknowingly make you feel like, yo, you're behind. No, you're ahead. A lot of people who's done those things and has been in relationships, got drama. It looks good on the gram, but it's but it's a different type of uh, picture. It's a different type of look off the gram. So don't feel bad about that. That's a great thing. Those lips are holy. Those lips are holy. Your time is holy. And the more you look at your body, your lips as holy, the more restraint you put on people that want access to that. So look at your lips as holy. Look at your lips to the point to where you will be able to tell your husband, you're the only one that donned these lips. You're the only one that had a relationship with me. And I think that increases, I want to say more, you more valuable than others, but it just gives a certain level of, of, of whatever. Because it was a beauty. It was an honor to go to my wife and tell my wife, you're the only one I had sex with. And it was an honor for my wife to come to me and say, you were the only one I had sex with. We were the only ones at the first time to enjoy that process together. And that's rare. See what I'm saying? And you have to understand the value of your time, the value, the value of your mind and the value of your lips and the value of your relationships. And so that you would be able to say, you know what, just because the world is moving fast doesn't mean I'm not going to speed limit. And so don't worry about luck. Think about how blessed you are. You blessed because most people who have these relationships and has all these experiences, they got soul ties, they got issues, they got comparison type of ideologies. It's just a bad thing, man. And so what I would do is find the root reason of why that's bothering you in this season of your life and confess that to God, repent from that and allow the Holy Spirit to renew your mind so that you can walk confidently going forward. Thank you for watching from South Africa. Thank you so much for watching. Enoch says, hey, coach, is God not a fair God? And does God and does God want everybody to be successful? Great question. God is not fair. 
God is not fair. God is just. God is not fair. God is just. If God was fair, we'll all be in hell. But it's because he's just that he sent him his son to pay the price that we were supposed to pay. That's just that that the, the, the penalty of sin was on us as mankind. But before the foundation was before the foundation was laid, Christ was slain. So that means before the world was founded, God already knew what he was going to do to redeem man because he knew man was going to fall. But people say, why would God allow man to fall if he's all knowing? Because a perfect God with the perfect man won't really have relationship. That's why God allowed imperfection in the world so that people can get a better glimpse of his perfect state. And in perfection, he revealed that perfection cannot be perfection, cannot mix with imperfection unless there's a payment paid. And because the payment was paid, it took a God to pay a God debt. And so Christ came in flesh to pay the debt for man, giving us the opportunity to have fellowship. So God is not fair. He's just. So when he looks at us and he sees us with the blood of Christ over us, justice have been paid. So therefore now God can fellowship with man. But the wrath of God is still compounding on those who disbelieve. So it's those who accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior, repent of their sins and trust in, 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 uh, um, in, in faith in Christ. Those are the ones that, that can have that fellowship. So God is not fair because if he was fair, then, then, then all of us would be in hell. But he's just. And when you understand that he's just, it makes it opens up your mind to the beauty of his grace, not the perverted grace that's preached out here, but the grace of God that 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 it, that permeates through our hearts. When we realize that someone holy like him graciously came in the flesh of man to die and to take a penalty of mine so that I can now have been right with God. It makes me want to do right. It makes me want to be about my father's business because of how just he is. Right. So that's the first part. And does God want everybody successful? Wealth? No, he wants everybody saved. Saying salvation is success. And when it comes to wealth and success, that boils down ultimately to two things. God's providential will for a person's life. God's sovereign will for a person's life, number one. Or number two, a person's stewardship with them under that sovereignty. You know, not everybody's wealthy because not everybody got a wealth of mind. The Bible does say leave an inheritance for your children. So there are certain things about money management and stewardship that is prevalent throughout the word of God. Right. But success and wealth is predicated on work ethic and stewardship, success, stewardship, wealth, work ethic. True success and true wealth comes from those systems up under submission to God and his leadership. And first, your heart has to be checked. Your heart has to be willing to say, God, if I never make X amount of dollars, I still love you. I'm still going to follow you and I'll do whatever. If you want me abased, I'll be abased. If you want me to be abound, I'll be abound. If you want me because it's important to do that. I got to know how I feel sleep on hardwood floors. I got to know what it's like to eat bologna and cheese sandwiches. Because what if God wants to take me to a village? What if God wants to take me to the hood sometime? I got to be able to know how it feels. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, coach, is God not fair? God is not a fair God. He's a just God. And welcome and welcome who he allowed to pay the penalty for that justice not to fall at your doorstep. Right. And does God want everybody successful? Nah, God wants everybody to save, save. That's true success. Now, when it comes to just success and wealth in this land, it based upon the sovereignty of God and the work ethic of of us. You can be wealthy according to if God if God if if, if it's in the cars for you and God's overall will for you to come to a certain amount of wealth. That's great. That's called potential. 
But with that potential, there has to be a certain level of work ethic and stewardship and disciplines to ensure. There's a difference between getting rich and staying wealthy. Rich is I show my money. Wealth is I sow my money. I sow my money. I, 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 whatever God, I, that's, 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 that's a, I will talk about that another time. For time's sake, I gotta go. Dirty Red says, oh, let me get your question up. Dirty Red says, coach, I am wanting your opinion regarding wanting to help and being proposed to help, on purpose to help. I am, out that I am doing may be hindering me. Coach, I am wanting your opinion regarding, opinion regarding wanting to help and being purpose to help. Clarify that for me, fam. Let me see. Okay. Clarify that for me, Dirty Red. I think I know what you're saying. I just want to make sure because words really matter to me. Because certain words will inspire me and the Holy Spirit utilize that skill set for me to be able to serve and help you all. Coach, I am wanting your opinion regarding wanting to help and being. Oh, OK, got it. Uh, I think all that I am doing may be hindering. OK, <clears throat> everything boils down family to your fellowship with the Holy Spirit. I've learned over my years. And I'm 35. I'm not saying I'm saying I'm 85, but through these years that I've lived, I've learned to really just flow with God. Me and my wife was, it's crazy, man. My wife and I are just flowing with God and blessings are coming <clears throat> left and right. And it's just like, I'm always going to flow with him, right? But you got to understand, are you doing what it takes to make sure that you are, uh, are you doing premium things to make sure that you have premium energy? Premium things make me sleep, eating right, sleeping right, all those different things to make sure that you are a resourceful help. Right. So that's your responsibility to make sure that you are a resourceful help. Now, other forms of help is you could be tired, tired. And God says, I will empower you to do something. Right. But everything boils down to your relationship with God fellowship and he'll tell you help this person or don't help this person because sometimes you heard a story about the butterfly. If you help the butterfly come out of his cocoon, it would never know how to fly. And oftentimes we help people too soon, too early, and they stay in a caterpillar state. And what I mean by caterpillar state, they have wings, but they're on the ground, right? So if you if you help a person too soon and you help them out of a cocoon, they won't be able to bloom. You see what I'm saying? And so you just got to be able to follow Holy Spirit and allow him to lead you to where to help, while at the same time always making sure that you are disciplined and steward of your body to make sure that you are a good help. Um I am. I think that I am doing maybe here. Yeah. If you if you were asking that question, then you got to look and write on a sheet of paper the things that you may be doing that is hindering you um, from self care, um, because there's three ministries, right? Uh, four ministries, depending on where you are in life. Number one, ministry to God. Number two, ministry to self. Number three, ministry to family. Number four, ministry to everything else. Right. When you minister to God like Mary did at his feet versus trying to minister to him through the kitchen, but you ministered him by his feet, right? Or being ministered to and vice versa. Then you'll know, like Jesus said to Martha, yo, what Mary did, she won't never lose this portion. One thing is necessary. One thing is necessary. Everything else will fall in their place. One thing is necessary, and that's being at his feet, right? So ministry to God leads to you properly ministering to yourself. Then you'll know, hey, I need to go take a nap. I need to rest X, Y, and Z. Then the first group of people that gets that premium energy from you, that premium ministry from you after God and you is your wife as a brother. And then your children when you have them and your wife when you have her. Right. And then everything else. Minute, that's my order. I minister to God. I minister to myself. I minister to my wife and immediate family. Right. And then I give it to y'all. If my wife calls me right now, I got to get off. 
If God tells me to get off, I got to get off. It doesn't matter how much you beg. God tells me to get off because there's a reason because he says maybe you need to leave the place right now to get to your destination a safe place. So what are those things that's hindering you? Write them down and ask yourself, am I ministering to God properly? Am I ministering myself properly? And then the rest, will you'll know what to do with the rest after that. Oh, that's something else. Okay. Uh, Jay King says, how to feel when nothing is happening? Praying, fasting, crying. What is God doing? God is quiet. See, you have to understand um, the teacher is quiet during test time. He's quiet uh, because he wants to see if you know what to do in this season. Right now, you're going through a period that's familiar for a lot of people is that their idols are being revealed. And hear me closely. It's not an attack. It's just a truth. Right. Um, idolatry. When the when the reason why you pray fast and cry is for God to do, then you'll miss on who God is, right? Fasting, praying, crying, seeking God's face should all be a, should all be about you being renewed, you being sanctified, and you being a vessel that's willing to be used by Him. Period. We will always be disappointed when we when we go to God solely for Him to do, because Yo, God is 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 a jealous God. God is a righteous jealous. God is 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 a is God. God God. You should see the if God if they could make a meme of God's face, God's face would be like, yo, fam, you you really own. Like, how would you feel, or how would any one of us feel if someone solely came to us for us to do something for them, but don't care enough about them? And God will let that ride. He'll let you pray. He'll let you fast. He'll let you cry. He'll let all that keep going until you realize your idolatry, until you realize that you, you don't really want him. You want what he offers. Then that's when repentance hits you. Then that's when confession comes out your mouth. And then that's when progression occurs. Right. So you got to look at your motives, family. You got to look and say, why do I want him to move? Do I want him to move so that when he moves, I can move on from him? And most people do that because they only it's crazy during tough times. We pray the most during tough times, but we pray the least during good times. We as believers find ourselves often will pray. We'll pray for days. We'll fast for days when times are tough or when we really want something. But when things get good, we rarely pray. <clears throat> Happens all the time. And that's why God wants us to check our motives. Because why would God move on our behalf? And then after he have moved on our behalf, we move away from his behalf. So you got to check your heart, family. What is God doing? He's uh, He's allowing the process. He's allowing the process to play out so that you can see your heart for what it really is. Confess what needs to be confessed. Allow the Holy Spirit to renew the rest so that you can be the best vessel that he can use for his ultimate glory because he deserves it. Not because... <clears throat> he deserves it as an egotistical guy is because by default he deserves it. Hope to help. Uh, sh sh uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Miss Reynolds says, how to recover from burnout? What does it mean to have oil like the 10 bridesmaids and how to sort through confusion during the season of persecution? Great question. The difference between the flesh and demonic. Let me see if you, I don't know if those dots mean a part two. Uh, demonic possessions, different types of demonic possession and how to develop and communicate your boundaries and boundaries for leaders. Great question. A lot of layers. Let's get to it. <clears throat> Excuse me. How to recover from burnout. Um, how to recover from burnout. What does it mean to have? Oh, OK, let's break down the bridesmaids. See, the five wise bridesmaids, the five wise virgins, they had vision. 
These five virgins had vision. These five virgins kept Christ in their vision, kept the bridegroom in vision. When you have vision, you know how to, you know when to use oil and when not to use oil. I gave an analogy in a previous video about how um, during the summer months, um, I had the air on too long. I had the air on even when I wasn't at home. And then when I got that uh, 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 bill, I was like, I'm going to peel back on how I use that. You see what I'm saying? Because, because I can save money just by knowing when to cut the air on, when not to cut. I've got to come home to a cool house all the time. Let me make sure that I pull and cut it off when I'm not there because that's unnecessary money being spent, right? So I can't get so caught up in comfort that I waste cash, right? And so what taught me that was there's times when they have the, have the oil being used and it's time for the oil not to be used. It comes with vision, right? So if you don't have a vision or let's get even closer, let's get more specific. If you don't have an understanding of who you are in Christ and the purpose that he has for you and the pace that he wants you to go, then you are burning your uh, oil for unnecessary people, unnecessary things. You got to be okay with saying no. So if you want to, uh, if you, if you don't, <clears throat> if you don't want to burn out, you got to say, okay, who, what is in my life right now that's taking up unnecessary oil? My time, your oil is your time, your energy, your focus, your dedication, your disciplines, all that stuff. Where is all this going to? Write on a sheet of paper and process on a scale of one to 10. Oh, not a scale of one to 10, but does this person deserve this amount of oil? Does this thing deserve this amount of oil? Your oil is your time, your energy, your emotions. Let's break it down oils. Your oil is your um, obedience. Your oil is your intellect or emotion, your intellect. Your oil is your, what you, is your, well, forget it. But your oil is, I'm trying to be fancy with the words. But that, your time, energy, emotion, that's your oil, your focus. You got to say, does this person deserve this amount of oil? Does this habit deserve this amount of oil? And then when you look at it on paper, because when you look at, you can't, you can't trust this. The heart is deceitful, man. You can't trust this because you'll go by feelings. <clears throat> Sometimes you got to uh, inscribe those feelings onto paper and say, yo, fam, I can't believe I'm giving all this my oil and it's burning me up. So how to sort through confusion during the season of persecution? Well, first, you have to understand that that's what comes with the territory of being persecuted. Um, you just got to make sure that you're not unnecessarily welcoming persecution. John the Baptist got his head cut off by talking too much, right? So you got to make sure. Now, if you've been having, if you're receiving persecution because you're walking in holiness, you walk in the things of God, and, and you just, oh, because you're surrounded by the favor of God, it comes with it. But sorting through the confusion is knowing that God is not the author of confusion, he's the author of clarity. And clarity, the Bible says, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So clarity comes from um, the word of God, and clarity comes from knowing God. And when you know God, you will handle more. You will be able to handle persecution better because you knowing that you in the right place at the right time doing God's right thing. Right. So how to recover from burnout? Rest. Rest often. Um, take naps if you have to um, get you. Don't get supplements to supplement Christ to take, you know, to supplement what he should be doing. Right. But get you some um, some make sure your uh, your magnesium intake is where it needs to be. Uh, make sure you get in sleep. Make sure you get in rest. Make sure you're not stressed about what God is supposed to do. Make sure you look at your life and say, okay, what are the things that I'm doing that God should be doing? 
Who are the people in my life and things in my life that's taking unnecessary oil? The Holy Spirit, give me the courage to let this person, let these things go so that I can have premium oil for you. Or give me the wisdom of how much oil and how much not to give and go from there. Also, the difference between the flesh and demonic possession. Um. Uh, oh, great question. <clears throat> Two things. Um, flesh is, you know, your flesh. Demonic uses the flesh. So, you know, it's demonic when it's luring your flesh to do something right. Your flesh is just carnal desires. Carnal desires are just selfish fleshly desires. Those are those are normal. Now, demonic possession is when you don't even want to do those things. Right. But but you do those things. And we're not talking about addictions, <clears throat> per se, even though demons do occupy and love to oppress those who are addicted. But, you know, as demonic possession, um, you will know. But demonic possession is different than demonic oppression. Demonic possession is when you feel with demons and you're just, you know what I'm saying? Demonic oppression is more mental, emotional, and whatnot. Hope to help. And how to develop and communicate your boundaries and boundary leaders. Well, you just got to communicate them. You got to first establish your boundaries. Now, first you got to go to God's word. What is God's boundaries for me? Go to the word of God and just look up the different boundaries as a woman. What are the boundaries that God wants me to have in relationship with, with, with him, myself, and others? <clears throat> what is God's boundaries when it comes to things I can do, things I can't do? Now, when it comes to leaders, you got to understand God's your leader. That I don't care if a person, first off, if a person has caused you to compromise, you got to be willing, you got to be willing to let go of those things. Like it don't matter what a boss may say or a boss may want you to do, you got to follow God. And if they want you to do something that's against God, you got to trust that God's got you. So that's my help in those questions. But I got to go, y'all. Nephew got practice. Love y'all. I pray this. Um, I'm gonna do more live Q and A's. I will. But if you want to um be a part of my Patreon. I would love for you to be a part, man. The first, the first podcast for doers only podcast will come out um, this weekend. So go ahead and get signed up. We're going to start on the Monday, <clears throat> and we're, we're going to do our. I'll let you know when the Zoom call is going to be. Get y'all the links. So go ahead and sign up. Hey, however you need access for coaching, you got eight dollar option. The first three tiers is just based upon what you feel led to give. And even if you see the eight dollar tier. And you or whatever tier you can give whatever amount. So if 35 is not what you want to give, but you want to give 45, you can get 45 as well. Each three, each first three gets their uh access to uh pretty much everything. We're gonna go, this is gonna be a unique way that I'm gonna do coaching. And your uh uh being a patron helps me uh continue to create um the the the, the things keep me doing. I mean, God's going to keep me doing no matter what, but it's a great uh, avenue for us to inspire each other. And I'm going to get y'all uh, access to uh, how I write this next book, get y'all access to how I launch things and get things done. done. So you'll be able to see uh, from uh, firsthand experience how to get your ideas out of your brain, how um, to uh, how to actually discover, develop and distribute your God given purpose. And if you feel led to give a little bit more cool, you can come in these different tiers. Um, but a lot of you all give and a lot of you all uh, give regularly. And but this is a way for you to give and receive. And a lot of you guys give $50 a month. A lot of you guys give $100 a month. A lot of you guys, I just see it. And um, y'all, y'all, thank y'all for that. Uh, but if you want to plug into this and, and you got a dream, you got a book, you got an album, you got a business, you got a nonprofit. I'm here to serve y'all. So go to Patreon right now. Type in Joshua Ezzy under find the creator. 
and you'll see the different platforms. And let's build this up. Let's get this up. And um, and I'll see y'all next week on this. And I'm telling you, God has deposited some things in me that I can't wait to share in this community. And it's gonna be it's gonna be coaching. It ain't gonna go diddy now. I'm gonna make her give me no cheesecake. It ain't gonna be nothing like that. But but it's gonna be it's gonna be real raw coach when it comes to just telling you the truth and, and help guiding you um, to 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 overcoming fears, to overcome uh, 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 depression, to overcome whatever's keeping you from doing. The Bible says, "Don't be hearers, but don't be hearers only, but be doers." And we got to be doers of God's word and doers of what He has spoken into our hearts to do. So check me out on Patreon. Let's get to it. And let's and, and let's let's build this. I will be starting back with the purpose of singleness um, probably next week. Um, well, my nephew's practice. It's just been a lot uh, with my family. Um, just just me supporting uh, my my nephew and uh, family and stuff like that. So that's why we haven't got the purpose single. But you two will always be about ministry. So this won't this won't take away from ministry. But I want to make sure that I create a community where I just if y'all know me. Uh, Preaching is cool. I love preaching, but I love when God uses me when it comes to purpose, man. And so this is where I blossom uh, at my best, I think, at my peak. I think uh, this is where I do when it comes to purpose and whatnot. Um, but don't get me wrong. I love preaching, but I love seeing people. Aha. Wow. I love seeing people do. And so this opportunity, man. And so it's going to be all exclusive. And so the purpose of this will be back on YouTube. We'll be back doing all, but all YouTube is going to be ministry, fam. And I ain't going to never charge y'all for ministry. You know what I'm saying? That is what it is. When it comes to this coaching, I'm going to give y'all the best in me. All right. Love y'all, man. I got to go. I'll see y'all next time. Oh, let me get this right. Hold on. Y'all be blessed. Y'all be safe out there. Y'all be wise. Everything you need to know about me is on my website, IamUnplugged.com. So make sure y'all check that out. And uh, I think that's it. Books, card games, all that stuff. My newest book, Kind of Fit a Counterpart. Newest book, the uh, other book, Purpose of Singleness, Dating Prep, uh, all that good stuff, Purpose of Freedom, and other two books. Got a children's book as well. So y'all be blessed. I'll see y'all next time and peace.